Hello and welcome to the Matt Belair podcast. As an explorer of the mind and world, author and coach, I have spent a lifetime learning how to push my limits and achieve my highest potential. My mission is to bring you the most inspiring, conscious, and empowering teachers, leaders, and thinkers on the planet. To bring you stories, lessons, and messages that will help you master your mind, body, and spirit. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you enjoy today's episode. What's going on, beautiful podcast family? I hope that wherever you are in the world, that you're doing amazing. Sending you a big hug through the airwaves. We have got another incredible episode for you. We have incredible coach Lauren Zander, and we are talking about her new book, Maybe It's You, Cut the Crap, Face Your Fears, Love Your Life. Uh, Lauren has been in the coaching biz for a long time. Uh, her methodology is used in universities, NYU, New York City public school system, uh, um, she's been on Dr. Oz, uh, featured in Forbes, so she's kind of a big deal, and uh, she's a little bit of a no BS type of person, so you'll kind of get that right away. In this episode, I'm going to break it up into two parts, but what, what we talk about is uh, cutting through your own BS, understanding your internal dialogue, how to be present, defining personal traits, every dream needs a business plan and a set of actions, um, why you need an accountability partner, the, te- the 12 areas of your life, a spiritual awakening as realizing when you have an internal dialogue where self-worth lies. So this is an epic episode. You're going to enjoy it. There's a ton of awesome, valuable insight. I want to thank you guys for uh, those of you who have been sharing on Instagram. If you like the uh, show, please take a screenshot, share on Instagram, share on Facebook, share from the YouTube. It helps a ton when you share. Just please share if you want to support the show. It helps a lot. Uh, My patrons, thank you so much. Um, I really, really appreciate you. Uh, You have no idea. I am so grateful. And I want to thank Tanya Killen, who actually made a PayPal donation. Uh, That also helps tremendously. Thank you so much for doing that. Um, I really appreciate it. We are trying to get David. Lone Bear Senna Pass to London, England. I'd love to go too. Um, I'm putting it out the prayers that I'm uh, able to do it, but the challenge is that people invite us to these different spots. Well, more David than I, and um, but they don't offer any funding, so it's challenging because we've got to pay for it. So um, if you guys want to help, send him there. If you believe in his work, um, go over to StarTeachings.com. There is a GoFundMe over there, or you can contribute directly at uh, PayPal.me forward slash. David L. Senapass and help get him to London. Ideally, I will get my butt there. He has requested it. Um, but again, it's going to be a bit of an expensive trip because London, England is friggin' expensive. Um, that's why I'm in a yurt trying to build these, uh, in the process of building these membership courses and uh, exclusive content. And I'm shaping all that stuff so I can bring you guys amazing value and insight. So that's going to be coming soon. Um, and ideally that supports the travels and continues the podcast and, um, learning and all the other stuff that I do getting out in nature, cold plunging. I've been doing that a lot. I uh, can go to youtube.com, check out my channel there if you haven't checked it out, but I'm, I'm posting my cold training videos, things like that. So, um, I think that's it. Just go to mattbelair.com, sign up for the email list. If you haven't, if you're interested in coaching and you really are serious about breaking through, overcoming limiting beliefs, and you want to learn more about creating an ideal life, um, Um, spiritual connection, conscious um, awareness, you know, all the stuff we're talking about here and you want to dive deeper, I'm happy to help out. Go to mattbelair.com forward slash coaching. And that's it. So, oh, I want to thank my 
partner and my podcast sponsor, Himalaya Podcast App. They're awesome. They're a great app. They're free, super easy to use. There's tons of features. It's built for a podcast community so you can interact. Um, you've got playlists and uh, it's it's awesome. So when you get over there, make sure you follow the Mastermind Body and Spirit Show. You know, give me a follow and, uh, you know, you can also send me a message. So, yeah, you can do that. Oh, um, the other thing, I think I said this, um, reviews on um, reviews on iTunes really help. Um, as I said, I've, I've kind of fallen off the search engine, so leaving a review is super, super helpful. So thank you for that. Um, but, yeah, check out the Himalaya app as well. I'm kind of going all over the place, H-I-M-A-L-A-Y-A, and follow me over there. So hopefully you're having a great day. Let's get into this. But before we do, let's come into a uh, powerful state of peace and coherence. So wherever you are in the world, taking a deep breath in through your nose. Hold that breath. Just set the intention to come to peace and coherence. Realizing that you're whole, complete, perfect as you are. Letting that breath out slowly with any stress, any any limitation, any negative internal dialogue. Becoming totally present and peaceful and here in the moment. All right, let's get into this incredible part one with Lauren Zander. Hello and welcome to the Mastermind Body and Spirit Show. I'm your host, Matt Belair. Today's guest is the co-founder and chairwoman of Handle Group, an international corporate consulting and life coaching company. Her coaching methodology, the Handle Method, is taught in over 35 universities and institutes of learning around the world, including MIT, Stanford Graduate School of Business, NYU, and the New York City Public School System. She is also the author of Maybe It's You, Cut the Crap, Face Your Fears, Love Your Life, a no-nonsense practical manual that helps readers figure out not just what they want out of life, but how to actually get there. She has spent over 20 years coaching thousands of private and corporate clients, including executives at Vogue, BASF, and AOL. She has been a featured expert in the New York Times, BBC, Forbes, Women's Health, Dr. Oz and Mary Claire, and she is a regular contributor to Business Week and the Huffington Post. Welcome to the show, Lauren Handel Zander. Thank you very much. It's great to have you on the show. You make me want to update my bio. <laughs> there's, so much, there's so much stuff on there. It's like reading. It's like my first podcast of 2019. I was like, hey, get through the words, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. But I, it's like, it's, I, I, I even have better examples than those. I'm, I must be getting older and older. That much I know. That's your short version. <laughs> it's very, you know, but I can clean out older ones and get hotter new ones in. I'm going to do that. Okay. Well, you know, we had a, a brief discussion before we started. I know a little about your work and bio and it is immense and it is great. Okay. Also found out you're a fellow burner, which is always exciting to talk to one of those. Yes. Um, why don't you give us a little bit of background on, on who you are and then like how you got to where you are today and you can kind of go over the highlights as you see fit. Huh. So I would say I am a pioneer right? I, I have been pioneering. I've been a pioneer in the life coaching, executive coaching industry since the late 90s. Um, actually, I started somewhere, honestly, around 95. And I'm turning 49. So that was a while ago. That was pre-marriage, pre-love, pre like, and in, well in, and then built my company and um, really had a dream which is what I ultimately 
teach is people to dream, have big radical dreams, and then how to follow them. And so Lord knows I needed to, if I was going to make everybody else do it. And um, so I did that. And uh, the dream was to impact, you know, that I really, what my big mission was, is no one's teaching real life in education. No one's teaching the hard conversation, the weird truth about how to break into human nature anywhere. As a matter of fact, fucking anywhere, right? No one's talking about it. And whatever they are talking about isn't street smart enough, fast enough to get anyone to truly evolve in a way that I think would make a difference. Right. So it isn't that yoga isn't trying. It isn't that meditation isn't trying. It isn't that like everything's doing great work. But when it comes to breaking into a human's inner dialogue and where it comes from and why we're so interesting and why we lie and why we don't pursue our dreams and why we're um, eating too much into our vices, like all the crap. That was what I built my life. My life's work is based on breaking into that mainframe and getting people to love themselves, love their lives, have integrity, chase their dreams, and tell the fucking truth. Barumpo. How am I doing? Sounds amazing. <laughs> that sounds good. How long did <laughs> Leaves me a lot of territory to keep going. Yeah. You know, yes. where, where do you even... So what did you figure out? How the heck do we do that? So... It's, it's been awesome because I, I have discovered that there aren't that many things that you need to break into, into your inner dialogue. There's your, there's beliefs and theories. There's your personality traits. Your traits come from your family. Now that comes with packaging and, and so much pack, like that comes with history, lineage, society, male, female, oh, religion. Oh dear. Right. So you have beliefs and theories, which I can break. And then you have traits, personality traits, which you can dial, right? You can't break them. If you're stubborn, you're stubborn, but you can really work on your stubbornness. If you have a belief, I could never, you know, be a comedian, and then you go and be a comedian, you go and do stand-up, you broke a belief. So beliefs are breakable. Stubborn needs work, right? So there are beliefs, theories, and traits, then there are the predominant inner dialogues that are going on that come from your beliefs, theories, and traits. The negative ones are the ones I care about you having an understanding of, which, right? And so really there's chicken, how you squawk and say the world will not take care of you and you can't tell the truth, you can't do that, you can't do it. Like, ah, chicken, brat, I'll do it tomorrow, leave me alone, maybe I won't. Who the fuck are you to ask me to do that? brat. And then your weather reporter, it's always been this way. It'll never change. It is the, a weather reporter, generalizing theories that kind of are boring and lame and don't let you get ahead. Men, there are no good men in New York. There, it's never been good for me. I can't change. I'm a morning per, I'm not a morning person. So weather reports. And then that all, that inner dialogue all explains how you're living your life. And so all I can Right. And if I can get you to get the wiring and I can get you to get having dreams, I could rewire your inner dialogue to go with your dreams, actually, instead of what they are going with right now, which are your traits and your fears and some good things, but a lot of lying. 
That makes oh, sense. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah, it makes well, of course. Um, so, well, where do where do we even start? So, it, like, there's the root. The root. The thing is, I think that most. We I was talking to my mom about this yesterday because yeah. um, she wants to transition in her job, and I just Aww. tell her like, what do you what do you want to do? Like, what do you want to do? that like breaks the mold from where you are now. Like, so she's ideally like, she wants to go to a similar job, but she's very smart and kind and humble and like listens to everybody and is so sweet and she wants to help people. She um, was a former alcoholic a long, long time ago, got over that years and years ago and now constantly helps people all the time and has a bigger idea. And I just explained to her, I was like, you first gotta identify that idea and then also get rid of all that programming that says you can't do that. There's no reason why you, you can't do it. You just have to, you have to start to do that. You have to start to think about it. So Absolutely. where does somebody begin? And I looked at some of the coaching program you had and there's like worksheets and, and on all this. And when every 2019, I go through a whole process myself. And I think that that's the biggest piece that people are just not asking these questions and taking the time to go through to figure it out. It, it needs language you need to write you need to talk about it you need it, it doesn't it doesn't just un, like the anyone who knows anything in engineering about anything any subject it's because they have language they have examples they've put themselves into it and through it so it's exactly what i do which is get people to talk about how they feel their dreams what they, you, your mother literally needs to sit down and write and start to get connected to a vision right? If you don't have a vision for your vacation, how are you going to fulfill on one, right? It, it's like, oh, I do have a vision for my vacation. Okay, great. How, you know, what do you got? I got this much money and I have this much time and I, what do you love to do, right? So what I do in the method is I ask people all the right questions so that they have to answer the right answers for themselves. And then I teach what's called personal integrity, an ability to keep a promise to yourself. People suck at keeping promises. You and I can be on time, but if you made a promise to go work out this morning or to get up early and you made it only to yourself, right? Um, or you set it to yourself and you set the alarm, your ability to fuck yourself over is frightening. Your ability to not fuck over your mother is probably 100% better. With that in mind, I make sure you make your promises not alone, mm. right? So you would tell your mom, hey, are you really into this? Great, let's do the, let's go through, maybe it's you book and let's do our dreams together and let's have three dreams written by Tuesday. You wanna do that, mom? Meet at 3.30 on the phone. That'll get the job done, right? So I train people how to rewire their nature into being accountable. Hmm. Mm -hmm. That's, that's important. Yeah, it's interesting. Like you even, you know, you just think about how many people make new year's resolutions, you know, 2019 is I'm going to eat good and you know, I'm going to have a six pack or whatever the case is, or, you know, yeah. I was recently had a podcast and, and they were asking about 10. I, I, they showed, they clipped it part of the rant that I had. And part of the rant was like, 
basically f bomb the 10x bullshit because everybody's like just looking at acquisition and trying to like skip steps when for me it's like a little bit different where it's like more about a clear vision and it's constant hurdles that's just you just have a vision that compels you to get over those hurdles because it's not easy where the 10x kind of puts in the mind i'm like okay cool i'm gonna do a few things then i'm gonna 10x everything and then i'm gonna have a bunch of material stuff but you still don't know where the hell you're going or what you're doing you know like now, you got to get to you those assume i know what a 10x is Oh yeah. Oh, it's, it's, um, I love them. Grant Cardone. It's like this whole thing now in, in entrepreneurship is like 10 X everything. So you take your business and you multiply it by 10. That's the idea. Why? For more to get more okay. <laughs> because we need more. That's why <laughs> just more everything, you know, you know this. Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. <laughs> um, right, so fine. yeah. So what I want to ask you, cause there's, I actually kind of want to ask you some bigger questions about the world Please. too. Because I'm, I'm curious about that, but yes. do you want to give like some, some of your like talk about either your book or some of those steps somebody's like 2019 and they're gung-ho they're like you know what i'm gonna go get it like, I, give, them, give them a start okay. if you what if you like reading books it's a and you would do a work and it, it, it's a working brilliant book right it's the cheapest way to understand who i am and what i've done for 20 years and just so you know i wrote the book after proving the theory for 20 years, not before or not in order to prove it. It is literally my best work. Okay. But if you want my favorite thing to sell, that's really a fair price is I did all my coaching sessions. Like I recorded my coaching sessions and it's digitally available. It's called inner you and you can meet like you literally could get the program lets you meet other people, lets you connect, lets you work. Like it's, it's really my dream come true of people coming together, doing their own homework, connecting with others, and actually getting their ass kicked um, to keep promises, post your promises, and deal with yourself inside of the method and with buddies. And you know what? It's, it's brilliant. So if you really give a shit about changing your life, actually, not just listening and hoping it just changes you naturally as you drive, um, what you will have to do is do the work, which is you're going to have to write answers, have a vision, and talk about it and really learn how to make commitments that you're scared to make and what that inner dialogue is. All that's available at Handel Group at Inner You. And we, we keep upgrading it. Like It's my favorite thing to upgrade and get better and better at. Because this is the product. And trust me, this product is being sold in the highest end corporations as how to get, as a gift to their people so that they could get happier in their own lives, right? So this is not a joke as my best work. This is what I've been working towards. There so you go. Sounds awesome. Well, I, and I like what you said there too, because even with the podcast, like, you know, when I started doing them, they're longer. My dad's always like, this should be shorter. And I was like, well, if I'm going to talk to this expert, I'm not going to do it in like 10 minutes. I need to let them speak about it. And so with your course, it's like, we can, we can be inspired by the podcast, but if you're going to coach with me or you're going to coach with you or coach with anyone, or you're going to do physical fitness, you got to show up to the gym and you got to yeah. do those things. You could look at like the greatest strength programs or you know six-pack abs or whatever but you got to do the work and it's interesting that mental work or spiritual work or life work it's so many people are not doing it and it's the most important work that you can do right you know <laughs> it's so bizarre 
But I think it's the age of Aquarius. I think it's coming. If we're like, it's all been culminating. The shit show has been landing us to the age of Aquarius, right? Where we all get, oh, maybe it's us. Maybe we have to go in and not, you know, keep building out. Right? Yes. And hoping that the out makes us happy in. Hmm. Glad we have everything out there. But what about inside? It hasn't changed anything, has it? Hmm. No, it's kind of made you feel more disconnected. Yeah. So I'm like, yes, I agree. So I'm going to give you two examples because you got types of different people. You got one column A and this is the person they're just crushing business. They're just making all kinds of money. They're making it rain. They're getting things. They got the great symbols in their driveway and and all they got is money. Not all. They got lots of money, but they don't seem to have like happiness. And they kind of feel trapped in this, like, I've got the material thing set, but you're telling me I got to follow my dreams, but then how am I going to go pay for the crap that I have already over here? Cause I don't understand how to connect that to money yet. Then you got right. column B where you got yeah. like a single mom, you got, you know, my homies that are working regular jobs, you know, you got your middle-class person, you got your person coming out of university or whatever. And they're like, okay. I am listening. How the heck do I do this? Like, where do I, how do I use like law of attraction and woo woo is getting crazy now. I just went to the Mayan heart festival, met incredible people. And also some of it was like, Oh my goodness. Is like, I've been in this game for a long time and I don't know what you're talking about. Like maybe I just haven't developed my abilities to that level yet, which is square possibility. And also the other possibility is like, I don't know where you ground any of that in physical reality. You know, you're, it's so high up in the crown chakra where they're like, also you got to be able to, you know, ground it out here in some sort of physicality. At the Fair same. enough. Know what I mean? Yeah, I certainly do. Uh, yeah, you've been to Burning Man. You know this. So talk about that. <laughs> okay. So, so I don't, I developed what I consider basics like addition, subtraction, algebra for self-help, for self-awareness. And I think that none of it can work without these basics. Because if a person doesn't know how to master or manage how they talk to themselves or why they're talking to themselves about the shit they're talking to themselves, do you know that most people can't even say what they said to themselves in the last hour and a half? Like they don't even like, what do you mean? I said something to myself. What do you mean? What are you talking about? Like your feelings, your mood, the way you look out, the way you understand the world, right? So in my, so I think there isn't enough language or understanding of how to be present in the real world, in normal, not in woo-woo land, not on your mat, not while you're meditating, right? I don't give a fuck right? Like that's lovely. I hope you work on that lots, humans. But being present with, you know, in your house, with your kids, with your wife, in the kitchen, while you're doing dishes, while you're being with yourself, that person is the person I need to get my hands on. Like that. Okay. And so then you go, there's these categories. And in that category, there is, do I think inside of every human is their dream come true? Yes. So working class cutie pie has ambition in there too. 
right? She loves me. Like if, and where's ambition? You go, Lauren, where's ambition? It's in the heart. Where in the heart? It's in what the heart loves. What do you mean? What does the heart love? I, what does the heart fucking love, right? It stays up at night doing it. It reads about it. It studies it. It gets jealous of others who are doing it. They, everyone can find in their own heart what they freaking love and wish they could make money at. Guess what, everyone? Someone's making money at that thing or you wouldn't know about it. You wouldn't even be able to be jealous of it, okay? So, so commerce and love come together, they really do. That mother of yours who loves to help and has a background in treatment, right? How much money she could make, what she could do to be helping people and making money as a, you know, a counselor, a coach, a new type of coach, uh, you know, like everyone can connect the thing they love to how to make money at it. And they may need schooling, they may need a plan. Right, so every dream needs a business plan and a set of actions. And I don't care if you just got out of business school, I don't care if you never went to college. Right, I don't need, like you may need education because if your dream is to be, you know, working for an animation company and you love animation, right, then you're gonna need to know technology. Oh, then you find out you suck at technology. Oh, bummer. Okay, great. Then you're not going to do the technology part, but you want to work for one of those types of companies. So, so there's a breadcrumb trail into being true to yourself that comes from starting out writing your dreams. And then in my method, you'll see that the dream starts to tell you actions you need to take. And most people actually know what they are or can Google them. Right. And what we do at Handel Land is we make you start to just take the right action. So you could be a hundred pounds overweight. Okay. And then we decide no more sugar or flour after three o'clock. Oh, you could shove it in before three. And then we're going to do that for a month. And then starting in February, we're going to go 11. And then we're gonna go not, like whatever it takes for you to get better and better and figure out you can make change and that there's a gradient, not to go too fast up, but that you are, and that you have an accountability partner. The most miraculous thing I've discovered is the more you change your behaviors, the more your whole state of mind changes. What do you mean, Lauren? I mean, everything changes, the way you talk to yourself, the way you feel. So if you go to that man who was the psycho has his Porsches and is disconnected from his heart and what he cares about and the meaning of it all, you break into his inner dialogue and you will find out what he cares about. What does she think? What does he think? What are they going to do? What should I do about it tomorrow? And we're going to find out that they're missing conversations. I don't hear any art. I don't hear any love. I don't hear any sexy time, right? Like I don't hear lots of things, right? Why aren't you caring about those? Where are those dreams? So a person who's got like, so what happens is, is a person is very dominant because I say there's 12 areas of life. And so now you're describing someone who's incredibly dominant in three 
and is missing the other seven, eight, nine, ten, like wherever we are on the numbers. Now I'll be quiet because I talk too much. That's what you're here for. This is good. I know. It's a little it's, much it's, for my taste. <laughs> well, I, I like that the book is like, cut the crap. You know, it's like, that's, that's, that's a part of it. Okay. Well, we're talking a lot about internal dialogue and I think that is so important. So the questions that I have are, how does one develop self-worth and self-love? Because self-worth. That's, that's critical. Okay. Um, two, who do you think it is talking to yourself? That's like just an awareness question. Like who is the thing observing the consciousness? Cause like, what the hell is that all about? If you rewind that. Um, Fair. Good question. You know? And um, the hell out that was just start All right, with that. So who's, wait, tell me the first one again because I got distracted by the other, the next one. Um, the first one. The, well, the first one. I, actually, this is what I was going to say. I was going to add this on. Um, yeah. I thought about how valuable it would be to have an app that projected your internal dialogue because I've heard it's like ninety percent repeated and mostly negative. So. You know, you understand people are embarrassed about their inner dialogue. It's oh, like yeah. You, Me too. <laughs> people don't want to tell what they just said, right? I remember when I started training my sister, in, and my sister's a total truth teller, over 10 years ago, who I, par- I partnered with in my business, so I had to train her in my process. And she had to confront that when she went for a run, she occasionally visited her very living husband's funeral. She killed him in the, like she would go for a run and she'd be at his funeral. Jeez. Like, (laughs) like, and then what would she say at the eulogy? Right? Like twisted, right? Like, like, so most people will not even confront their own inner dialogue. Mine is a whore right? She, my, my inner dialogue wants to fuck most people, right? Like God forbid, right? Mine's a slut, right? Like, right. I, my, my joke is I couldn't make it to the first light without having a sexual fantasy about someone that I shouldn't be having one about. My husband knows, right? It's like a bad joke. I'm like, what is up? And my father, so you go, where did it come from? I go, epigenetics. You go, what do you mean, epigenetics? And I'm like, oh, my father cheated for years, eventually confessed and cleaned it up with my mother. But you're like, what's on your brain? I'm like, oh, my epis. I have Mm -hmm. epis. My epis are a little perverted, right? Like, and my, right? And then I, so you have your parents' epis. Mm. Sorry. And then you have your variation of them. Sorry, everyone. I'm sorry. It's actually true. Well, it's, you know, it's good that you brought that up because it's an example of just like how frigged up our minds are, you know, like what is, where is that cycle coming from? We're not like intending to make that cycle happen. Like you're just thinking about perverted crap all the time. You know, I think about perverted crap all the time, you know, it's just our whatever weirdness I'm thinking. I'm like, why the hell am I even thinking that? Um, But then it becomes fascinating because consciousness and intention that's like who you are that free will choice of all of this crap even though for some reason it's set to frigged up stuff all the time your consciousness and intention you can shift that so the well you can add on to that but the original question was how do we build self-worth and self-love when our internal dialogue is so terrible to ourselves because if you don't have that you're screwed well first of all most unless you get you're in charge of your, unless you like, uh, like spiritually speaking, Shaktipa, an awakening, 
right? Like a moment of clarity is that there is an inner dialogue and you're either driving it, talk, managing it, shutting it up, dealing with it, or it has you by the balls. Mm. That is a spiritual awakening. Most people, unless they can hear their inner dialogue, discount their inner dialogue and manage their inner dialogue, let alone pick up the ball and tell it what to go think, have no awareness in my book. Oops, did I really accuse society of being a machine in and of themselves without presence of mind to take over their inner dialogue? So I really am that crazy cause, wake up. But the minute you wake up, you can hear yourself, right? You can hear, wow, that was a perverted thought. The minute you can hear any thought, you can laugh at it, you can send it back to hell, you can act on it, right? Like if you don't have, if you're not present, that, that's the GPS, that thing. And your GPS goes where every day? To hell? Where's your self-worth? Let me be very clear where self-worth lives. It's not so advanced. It's where you respect yourself. You got out of bed on time. You ate what you wanted to eat. You went to do what you wanted to do. You fucking love yourself. You respect your actions. You live in actions. You go to bed late. You watched five shows on Netflix. You didn't, you lied to your boss about why you were, you didn't get that homework, that thing done to him. Like you go, where's self-worth? Self-worth is a verb. It's an experience of the self live action people. You don't, you don't have self-worth. You don't like what you're doing or what you're saying about what you're doing in there. So you may do the right thing, but in your head you go, I fucking hate you. Right. And you're like, here it is boss. And then you're like, I feel sleazy. I'm like, of course you do. You're working for someone you hate pretending you don't hate them. Does that make you a good person or a, a jerk? Right. <laughs> Okay, that makes sense. So, so, uh, so worth is a moment-to-moment experience of do you like yourself right now? Did you say what mm. is true for you right now? Are you going to the gym today? Like, we're not even that advanced, right? We like to exercise. I'm sorry if you think you don't. We like to be creative. I'm sorry if you don't think you do. We like to listen to music. We like to do good work. We like to read books. We like to learn. We like to play with friends. We like to have friends. We like to be social. We like to... Like if you don't know what makes you proud of yourself and you, or you've never developed it, you're depressing. You're depressed. You're hiding. You're having another drink. Oh, you're a stoner. Oh, right. Like we're into our vices. We're into food is a vice. Sex is a vice. Porn is a vice. Normal habits are fine. You want one cookie a night? Great right? But how many cookies did you eat? How, how overweight are you? All of those things are equal to not being proud of the self. It's a very real answer. Was that good? Did <laughs> yeah. that make that clear? Did no, you- it's, it's so good. And what it, what it comes back to, I think, is like personal integrity. Like, I, I, like if you can manage that and have that discipline and that vision and those things, I don't like... I don't know if it fixes it at all, like, and I don't think that's what you're suggesting. Um, but if you're doing zero, you're definitely gonna keep going down this loop of like you kind of feel out of control. But there's this this part of you. What do you want to say? I think 
I actually think that if a person profoundly gets to their basics, like covers their basics, I don't need you to have like your basics where you think you're sexy, where you think you're being a great person, like your basics that inspire you to be you. You're happy to look in the mirror and you like yourself, right? Actually, I do think from that place, a person can dream a life that is beyond belief. So I do think that home base of self-love, self-respect, self-actualization leads to a potential in a human that is like, you're like, Lauren, or is this the right answer? And if people get to this right answer, that they could then really have lives that are unprecedented? Yeah. Like crazy good. Like beyond the eppies. I, I do. I, yeah. So I, I do I, believe in that. Yeah. Yeah. I agree too. And I think that it would be very hard to even um, accomplish those dreams if you don't have those, because even basically, ah, this is interesting. If you don't have that sorted out, you're just living someone else's dream. You're just, it's like in the materialism of something else that it's not you guiding it. You know, like you're kind of going along, maybe you're smart, you get a good job, get a house and get a lady and all this stuff, but right. something's missing because you didn't, you didn't have that it's, foundation of where to aim. You, you know, know what they, you know what people say when they are in that position? No. I, I'm lucky. They feel lucky. Mm. And their, their type of blessed is not the type that they caused it. It's right. the type where they hope they don't lose it. Mm. They're scared. Like they have something that they're scared someone could take away. They don't know how they got it because they're not, they're, they're working for it. They're scared about it, right? It's not, I know who I am. I know how I got here. I know the work I do. I, I am present. I hear my inner dialogue. Like I'm not all over the map or going to lose it. Yep. I totally agree with that. So what are the basics then? You cover them a little bit. What are Body. You got to have your body under like real integrity management. That's mm. your, that's your sex. Like that's, so your body. So if you're in a mar so it depends on where you are, right? So your love life, you have to understand yourself in your love life. You have to understand your career. You have to understand your body and you have to be taking care of those basics. Family is like next up because if that's torturous, it'll fuck up all of them. But your basics are those for you. Right. So, and body is the best place to learn integrity. What do I mean? You really aren't, see that hand of yours? Oh, that's your hand. That hand is totally connected to that inner dialogue, right? No, really. If that can't take over this, it's lying. So my favorite thing to do, and I mean with an executive, I don't care where I go, if they're at least 10 to 15 pounds overweight, I'm making them go on a diet, not because I give a fuck about the 10 pounds. They're fine. It's that I want them to learn how the voice in their head begs for the cookie and how they give it the cookie or how they give it a cocktail. Right. So one of the most profound places to learn your inner dialogue is to take away the vices of the body, not because I think you should live without them for the rest of your life. I ain't no monk, right? Or planning to teach anybody to be one. 
right? But I am teaching people how much their monkey brain, like that brain of theirs is driving them nuts. And if you can't take it over in physical reality, you can't take it over anywhere. That's my first lesson with humans is have a vision for your body, right? And take over your inner dialogue with your body for like seriously for six great weeks. I didn't say starve. <laughs> okay. Right. I said, really tell it what to do and do it. Right. This would great work great with meditation. Does that make sense? So I love a person being able to follow their own actual instructions and follow instructions like a crazy motherfucker learning because then they can literally hear their inner dialogue screaming. No, get out of bed. I Who's that girl? Why are you doing this? No. Right. Like meet your inner dialogue. Right. Tell it it can't have porn. Ha ha ha. See what it says. <laughs> Well, okay. <laughs> I, just, I, just, I, was like, I had it all lined up in the last second. So I was like, okay. Um, it's so important because it, what it reminds me of, of is uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza, where he talks about addiction. It's when the, the mind becomes the body. So it's like, we don't want to smoke but we start smoking cigarettes. We don't want to drink, but we take another drink. We don't want the cookie, but we have the cookie. And it's understanding what you're saying is like, what are you saying to yourself? And that's where, for me, I think that one of the things where I was lucky and, and blessed for was having <laughs> martial arts because I enjoyed it. And, and part of that was the body. And that's the easier, the, mastering the body and telling it what to do and making it do things it doesn't want and persevering and going, that's what's taught me more about life than anything is like making my body do something it doesn't want to do. Like I just did the cold plunge, you know, I give my buddy crap cause he did a cold plunge in, uh, in like California, like 15. I was like, bro, that's like a summer day in Canada, man. <laughs> and so, and, um, you know, we went in January 1st in, in, in the ocean and it was so cold and, um, but the body doesn't want to do it, but it's just interesting. Like the lessons that come from that. And so if we can start at the body, we can see where that's rolling over and you have to be able to control it because your body's going to continue to show up places where your mind and your consciousness, maybe that links into your soul and who you are. Like my soul wants to do art, but I show up at a cubicle 40, 60 hours a week because I got to go get food. There's going to be a part of like resistance and lack of integrity because the body's like, do you realize how amazing and powerful you are? You can change this reality, but it has to do with you making certain actions right. and if you can't do those simple ones there's no way you can have the courage to do the big ones because you, you haven't like swam off the boat or something i don't know if that makes any sense no no, no. <laughs> it's, it's literally that's how i do it it's a gradient like once you learn it's like I, I have children right so once they learn the alphabet then you can teach them words once they learn words you can teach them sentences right so there's a building of concepts and the first in concept is take over your inner dialogue in a place that you know you're in charge, right? You can't, you could say my career is up to society. I can't get a job, the economy. There's many things you can blame so that you don't have to feel totally accountable. Your hand? Yeah, you can't like, uh, that's you, baby. That's you right there, right? Right, so learning that relationship 
is directly your inner dialogue. Taking that over starts you to really understand you could take over everything. So by the time that artist wants to start making art and giving it away as gifts so that people have his art out in the house. And that, like, so there's a process to building your dreams into reality and any dream can get built into reality and you could still do your job for 40 hours a week. But if you're making art and then you sell your first piece and then you sell your second piece, all of a sudden you can be in a three to five year plan of having a gallery show and becoming a working artist. And I don't care. I helped my sister sell her first television show and it played in Canada of all cute places. Uh, it really did on Hulu in Canada. Like, no, it was on eight, whatever your ABC in Canada is. It was CBC? called Mother, I don't know. It was called Mother Up. It had 13 episodes, what? right? Wow. It, really. And it was um, a cartoon about a mother, right? Who was like divorced. She was the worst mother. It was a very funny world. And uh, anyway, so it played in Canada. It was on Hulu in, in the United States. Anyway, she saw, never written sold her show to Hulu and uh, she was 47 hmm. and we started at, we actually started at 40 with her writing a column. It was her dream. My sister's dream was to be a writer and she had never done shit about it all the way to sold her show. Hmm. Right. So people don't understand it's simple actions. They're a big deal, but simple actions that then create a momentum. Uh, and then if you want to know where woo-woo comes from, it comes from your subconscious and your ability to imagine what's possible. And then the world organizes around it, right? It really does. But it does not do it unless you're a badass and making shit happen as if you didn't need it, hmm. right? Does that make sense? Yes. Excellent. <laughs> well, you said a lot of stuff there and you added a nice point at the end. For me, I say that it's like um, doing it with like, it's like the Zen principle of non-attachment. And so, you know, me working with athletes and stuff, you know, it's like, you're going to, you're LeBron James, you're going to shoot the shot in to win the championship or whatever. Right. Yes. If, if you are fully attached and like your self-worth and everything you are on the is on the line you're gonna be real stressed out but if you like you're like you know what i know who i am i'm choosing to make this shot and like if it misses i'm still gonna be okay like i'm okay but i want to make it it's a total different mindset it's like no matter what goal you set for yourself it's not there yet so it's more like the process and yep. so if you can do it with non-attachment it's like you make it and then the rest isn't up to you you can work towards another goal but if it's that goal and achieving it then it then there's always just these things these little carrots you got to go get it's it's a different way to um process things yes but what you're talking about so fundamentally, I think is really important because we're talking about um, internal dialogue, but yeah. really it's all like freedom. That's <laughs> like, a, a, that's literally the basis of being a free human being or, yeah. you know, woke or awakened or whatever. It's just like, Aww. it's making that choice between, you know, one of them is freedom is like, the world is making me do this and I have no choice and I'm just getting by and yep. the river's going and holy shit, hold on. Right. Yep. The other way is still like, holy shit, hold on. But like, I'm going to steer this way. And these are the things that, you know, I'm choosing to do. Like the body starts to show up. Like, you know, when I wanted to, 
um, snowboard. I was like, you know what? The most, what I want to do most is snowboard every single day. So I went to Whistler. I got a job as a snowboard instructor. And then the next year, um, I had to work less. So I snowboarded on my own. And then the third year, I was just coaching people I wanted to coach. It was like that linear thing over time. Yay. So you got to do it over time. And it's the same thing. I think that the younger generation, they don't give it themselves enough time or a vision that compels them. But fundamentally, you're talking about freedom. And I think that's, well, that's it. I think that the inner dialogue hates sucking at things. Yeah. And, and so the most truthful thing for a kid to face is that they can't get good at anything unless they're willing to suck at it. All right, guys. I hope that you enjoyed that episode with Lauren Zander. If you liked it, please take a screenshot, share it on Instagram. It helps a ton. Share on Facebook, share everywhere. Um, it helps a great deal. And that's what I got to say. Um, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Uh, I appreciate you. Thank you, all my patrons, everyone who's left a review. It, I have so much love and gratitude for you. Uh, we are looking to get to London, England. If you want to support David Lone Bear, um, you can go over and you can make a contribution either on GoFundMe if you go to facebook.com forward slash star teachings or uh paypal.me forward slash david l senapass he's going to london to speak to bring the teachings and he does this all freely so he does um kind of rely on the support of the community and it's incredible kind of to, to witness it um as what i've observed over the summer and knowing him um i did my first facebook live on our youtube live the other day and i talked about the parliament of world religions um so you can check that out over on youtube i'll try to be bringing them over to the podcast as well but check out the youtube channel because i'm going to be doing some more cold training videos things like that if you want to dive deeper in all this stuff and you're really committed to leveling up overcoming blocks all that kind of stuff everything that you read is out there you know that's what this is all about and my study is all about so if you want some coaching and you need a hand and you're serious about you know doing the work hit me up at mattbelair.com forward slash coaching happily help you out uh, make sure you sign up for the email list at mattbelair.com and you can get a free lucid dreaming if you go forward slash lucid dreaming you get an ebook and a guided meditation and i think that wraps it up i just want to give you tons and tons of love i hope that you are well and uh have an amazing day. So before we close it out, take in a deep breath in through your nose. Holding the breath, setting the intention to come to total peace and coherence wherever you are, remembering that you are whole, perfect, amazing, incredible, just as you are, letting that breath out slowly with all the cares, all the self-limitations and self-doubts, feeling fully inspired, refreshed, alert, and aware, and grateful. Thank you so much for listening. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you in the next one.